What a sigh. Yeah. <laughs> we meet. We finally meet. Yes. This is quite uh, an episode as well. To welcome to uh, another Good Place uh, series episode as part of our interview series. And I'm very happy because next to me here in The Hague I have Marwan. Uh, it took us quite a few months uh, to meet. Yeah, to manage it. <laughs> To manage it <laughs> yeah. and that's not uh, because of our agendas but I think mostly due to weather circumstances yes. so uh, <laughs> we had to cancel a few times due to rain and uh, today we made it officially it's the 30th of December yes, special day with us. yeah so I think you're going to be um, the last conversation yeah. of this year but when this is published <laughs> Whoa, yeah. fireworks. Yeah. And, um, but uh, yeah, you're also going to be the first uh, episode or conversation of the new year yeah. because then it's going to be published. Good. Um, for those who don't know, Good Place is about talking to people on public benches about life and about the place they live in, either where they've born, where they started to live, um, and, and all the facets of life that. Uh, yeah, that come to it are being discussed here on the bench. It's not an interrogation. <laughs> it's about me getting to know you and the audience. And you are allowed to share as much or as little as you want. But um, knowing Marwan a little bit, I think he's going to share a lot. Yeah. So I already think we have to schedule part two. <laughs> um, enough about me, about the introduction. I would love to give the word to Marwan and ask him a bit more about, yeah, who are you, um, where are you from, and um, yeah, maybe about uh, how you're feeling today. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Robin. And uh, really, I am happy that I lastly meet you. Yeah, yeah. Really. And I want to share my. Uh, story with uh, such a great community that I am living now in The Hague. I start with my name. My name is Marwan Barzanji. My background is from Iraq. And the special thing is in my life I am mixed. I am from Iraqi father and Dutch mother. A Dutch mother? Yes. Wow. And uh, I will talk about this thing in the beginning. My father was studying in Dalaft in the 60 and he met my mother and they had a, a love story and decided to marry and they married in 1963 okay in Delft in Delft exactly but really my mother was from the Hague yeah and he take his uh, master degree from Delft and also he stayed for three years and he take his PhD degree in gypsum soil science yeah it's uh, because <laughs> holland uh, they are the most country about uh, they know about how to to use the ground yeah and focusing about that therefore he decided to have his degree from here and then the most strange thing uh, happened for my mother and i i think it was difficult for her mm -hmm. Uh, to leave uh, Holland and to come to Iraq. The whole family? Yes. In the beginning they start two, my father and my mother, and she left to Iraq. Uh, 
And when I heard about her, uh, she told me it was not easy for me to live in Iraq in that time. No. As a Western woman. Exactly. Yeah. And different culture, 100%. Therefore, I had a lot of story from I heard from her until my older sister born in Baghdad. It's the capital of Iraq. And her name is Muna. 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 And uh, she lives now in The Hague, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and I will tell you the story how it will <laughs> happen, that, yeah. And what happened, uh, they stayed in Iraq, and then he came again to the university to have, like I told you, the PhD degree, and it was in the 72, and I was born. And I was born in, in English we call it Ghent, but in Dutch we call it Ghent. <laughs> You had and, the nice... Yeah, right? yeah. It's, and they told me, when I speak like Schrevenigen, they told me a lot of people, they cannot uh, do the G. Yeah, but you're half Dutch. Yeah, but I have Dutch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was born on the 2nd of December in Ghent with... Name is... It was Oktai, not Marwan. Oktai. Yes. And I told my mother how you choose that name. She told me we put a lot of names in a box... And we check the papers three times, and it was Oktai. <laughs> and therefore, I was born, and my birth certificate, mm. when I use it for coming to Holland, it was uh, Oktai, not Marwan. And then I was born here, and then they returned to Iraq. Uh, I don't want to take a lot of time about this things, but immediately something changed forever in my life in 1980. So you usually, eight, eight years old. exactly. Usually, every year in the seven, the end of the seventeens, like in the seventy-seven and the seventy-eight, in the holiday in Zomer vacancy of the kids of we had school in, in Iraq, me and Muna, we usually in Zomer time we come to Holland with my mother, and we go to Oma and Opa, and we stay for with them for two months, and then we return in Iraq. What happened in 1980, for one reason, I was eight years old, I decided to don't come to Holland in that vacancy holidays mm. time. And my mother and my older sister, Muna, she came to Holland. Everything was normally. Mm -hmm. And it was in July 1980. What happened in September, because they must return usually in October before the school, the war starts between Iraq and Iran in the 4th of September. Wow. Yeah. They the, could not come back. Exactly. And that's what happened, changed all our lives. Like we are, we are a family from four persons. Now we are just two persons, me and my father. And then with little contacts, my mother, she decides she, she don't want to return because it's war. Yeah. And really, there is something in the Dutch culture or in the old European culture, they hate war. Mm. About what they hear from their fathers, from their opa and their oma, about what happened in Holland in the First War or in the Second War. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I was kids and I wasn't uh, knowing what they are deciding at that time. Mm. But finally, I know that my father, he take a ticket and he came to Holland 
to meet my mother and to discuss about what they will do. Returning. But when he returned to Iraq and he hugged me, I remember that very much. And he told me, I am sorry to tell you, but we decided to divorce. And like they separate the kids, she takes my sister, Muna. Muna, exactly, and I will take you. And there is something, Robin, you must know, in our culture, I'm sorry to tell that, they prefer the boy from the girl. I'm not with that opinion. No, no, Because no, no. sometimes one girl is best than 100 men. And that's what happened, uh, Rob. I stayed with my father and there is no any communication, any contact with mother all that time. I lived in Iraq. And the good thing that uh, with... Our family, we speak English on the first time, therefore my English is not so bad. <laughs> yeah, but also I not didn't speak English never. I didn't speak, I didn't learn Dutch from my mother. And I stayed in Iraq and it was little, not easy for me to live in, 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 in that country because it was war. And I was a kid. I remember when the, the airplane came and attacked and also hearing in the news, and then I joined the school, and then I graduate from the school, and there is no contact from my mother, and I don't know where they are, or where they live, or where their location. No, still not? Yeah, and until uh, I, I'm 18, also there is hmm. nothing, hmm. any information from the both sides. They don't know about us anything, and we don't know about them anything. Robin, something... Not till today? Uh, until... Okay, okay. Yeah, it's... Cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Until in 1998, my father had a little problem with his health. And, uh, and also, I forget something. Uh, it was very important also to share the community here in Dutch about it. Uh, when I was in Iraq, my name was Oktai. In 1986, my father, he switched my name to Marwan. And I told him the reason why he told me, your name is strange to our culture, mm. to Arabic mm. culture, Oktai. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Therefore, for you, I think it's better if we change it mm. and he make it Marwan. And you know, when you do such a thing, you make a, a send it to the newspaper. And I have a copy and it's that copy that I keep it, it's helped me very much to prove that I am Oktai. Mm. And uh, we returned to the 19s. In 1908, he, he told me, I am not feeling, I have little problems with my heart. And he was a little heavy smoker. Mm. And uh, we must make contact with your mother and your sister. And we had a friend called Karen. She was Germany. And also her husband was Iraqi. And also she had three kids and we contact with Susan she was the oldest one and she was going to Germany for some reason and we give her a message and uh, pictures from me to my mother and my mother uh, I want to tell her name her name is Olga Trazia de Grief okay yeah and uh, really uh, Susan she went to Germany and 
in something she find my mother in Holland and she went and when she returned she told me that and she was so happy that she heard about Oktai because uh, here I stay Oktai. A proof of life. Yes mm -hmm. and how is he doing and what he's doing and what he, did he graduate or not she was little mm -hmm. uh, so surprised and even Muna and uh, we want to make contact with him and and also I had a message from them Susan she brings for me and also pictures because I didn't have from the 1980 until 98, the end of the 98, 1990, I had some pictures for my sister and my mother. Mm. And I know that she had uh, another husband. Okay, she remarried? Yeah, and she lives in close to Amsterdam okay. with her husband, and her husband was a lawyer. I had, and also I had her phone number. Mm. And then uh, something unbelievable happened in the last year. What a, what a life story. Yeah, yeah, already, it's, yeah? It's, it's, it's something. <laughs> Even if you want, to, you want to make a movie, uh, the scenarios will be not like this. Well, this interview series is about... Um, can we, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's called, of course, Good Place series. Yeah. And, and we can always talk about the now. Yeah. But... You know, your upbringing, your history has yes. such an impact on exactly. who you are today, yeah. where you're sitting here. So, because um, then in 1998 you you rediscovered, or your mother rediscovered you actually yeah, through the I'm pictures yeah. that you were alive. And, and could you tell us a bit more um, about, uh, of course, the part two in this this converse, in this story is about how you. Yeah, made it to, to the Netherlands and, yes. and what happened in between. Uh, and we had contact and now we know each other, we are in good health and we are doing well. Therefore, I decided at that time to come to Holland. But I was surprised, it was in the beginning difficult. They told me it's not easy for Iraqi person to come to Holland, really. And then something happened. My, I am lucky that I have such a brother-in-law, Peter. He asked a lawyer, professional lawyer, and he told them we have such a thing, like we have a brother of Muna, and he told me there is a rule in the system of Holland, who was born from Dutch mother, he can get the Dutch citizenship. And immediately they contact me and they tell me want, uh, and the lawyer told me the first thing, his name was Oktai and now he's Marwan, we want to have proof. And my brother-in-law and Muna, that I own her in my life because she helped me very much to come to Holland. They went to the hospital in Ghent mm. and they get the birth certificate. And of course, in the birth certificates, the father name and the mother name. Mm -hmm. it's, it's correct, Oktai, not Marwan, mm -hmm. but the father is Abdel Aziz Barzanji and the mother is Olga Trazia de Grief. And that's, that was the first proof. And then also, they sent me if you have any uh, proof that you switch your name in Iraq, I have documents that prove that mm. from the judge. And also, I have a paper of the news, newspaper that's uh, the person. Yeah. yeah. And also, I send it to the lawyer. And then I was shocked, and uh, Mona, she contacted me. She told me, you have a little problem. We don't have Dutch embassy in Iraq. <laughs> they, of course, moved out because of all the wars. Yes, all the wars and all the bad situations that's in Iraq. Yeah. Therefore, you must go to the most close area for us. It's Turkey. And uh, we decided to go to the embassy of 
Holland and Ankara. And then I heard from the email that they have a meeting for me with all the papers and the documents, and I went. And that's, for me, it was the first time communicate with Dutch persons, really, for yeah. all Ever long time. You yeah. Met mother. yeah, and I want to tell you, Roman, the, the, the employees in the Dutch embassy in Ankara, they are so kind, mm. so professional, and, and they support me immediately. Could you still speak Dutch? <laughs> And also, they told me, <laughs> yes, yeah, your story, also when they hear, because I, I give them all the proof about the documents, about that, and they told me, we will help you, and as soon as possible, that you will have the Dutch citizen. And I make the first time the request for having the Dutch citizenship. And after that, I returned to Iraq. And it takes uh, three months on the, until they called me yeah. to checking, you know, the checking the documents. And and they told me, you can come and we will make for you ceremony to have the Dutch citizen. Wow. This uh, was when? In uh, 2021. Okay. And I get the Dutch citizenship and I was really very happy, Robert. You wanted to, you wanted to leave Iraq? Yes. Because I want the, the best for my kids. You already had the family. Yes. And I have three boys. Therefore, I discussed with my beautiful wife and I told her about the situation. And she, she told me... She's Iraqi? Yes, she's Iraqi. And she told me, I'm with you because I think there's no future for them in Iraq. Mm. And always, you can see our history. The situation is going worse. Iran, the first war, and then invasion Kuwait. Yeah. And then the problem with... Uh, the big war happened with the America, you, yeah. you know that. Gulf War. Gulf War, exactly, Gulf yeah, war exactly. And then now we have problems with Iran. Always we have problems. Therefore, I tell it's not safety for my kids and even for me. Have you ever been in danger? Yes. Uh, really, uh, I was working with the coalition forces. Yeah. Uh, when I started the war in 2003, I was one of the best interpreters who walked with the coalition forces. And uh, I walked in areas, it was a very dangerous area, we call, because we call it the uh, Sunni Triangle. Because it belongs to the old regime, most of the people who live there. And I walked there uh, for two years, uh, three years, from two, uh, 2003 to 2006. That's the second Gulf War. Exactly. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the regime was changed. And also I have little pain with myself uh, about the old regime because I couldn't be an officer in Iraq because they think like I will be spy for the European because my mother is Dutch. And, uh, and therefore I didn't have a lot of chance to have a job <laughs> in that time. <laughs> but good thing when uh, change happened I had a ring from the coalition forces, and I, want, I was one of the interpreters who work on combat, traveling with the convoys, finding the bad guys, uh, and I like it, really. I, was, uh, I like to enjoy the army, mm -hmm. but I couldn't do that in Iraq. Mm -hmm. But I did it when the situation changed. Mm -hmm. And then I had a good position. I was the head of the security of the college, technical college in Kirkuk. After I moved 
in 2006 from the middle of Iraq to the north of Iraq because it's little more safety. Mm -hmm. Always the north of Iraq is safety than the middle and the south of Iraq. Mm -hmm. And I get little threatened from a lot of bad person because I am like interpreter, mm -hmm. because they attacked all the persons who work with the coalition forces. Yeah. Therefore, I... I Just because of your language skills that you were an interpreter. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And also, you already had your family back then. Yes, yes, I had a family. I had, uh, and then when I started with the American in 2005, I had uh, Aziz, my oldest son. And 2006, uh, my middle son Ashraf came. Mm -hmm. And then 2010, Ahmed came. Yeah, and we were in, in, in north of Iraq because it's more safety. Mm. And now I, I return in and the, uh, to, to tell you about the ceremony when I was shocked to have the Dutch citizenship. Yeah. I went and I had it and they had, I, I, I met the ambassador, he's such a great person and the consul and the employees. I don't want to bring name for security. And uh, yeah, for yes, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they tell me now you can request for a Dutch passport. And to start uh, requesting for your three kids. And I did it. And also after three months, we had the last ceremony because I traveled my family to Ankara because we decided to come to Holland. And we stayed in Ankara for one month. And then my kids, they have the Dutch nationality, three of them. And the three passports also for the kids. And agreement for my wife to come to Holland. And then I thank... Muna and Peter because they rent us a house in The Hague mm -hmm. and we decide, I decided to come to The Hague because I heard a lot of things from Muna <laughs> about The Hague, such a beautiful city, beautiful people, kind people. I check it always in the internet when we decide to come to Holland, me and my wife <laughs> on YouTube, yeah. how's the living here in Holland until we came on the 4th of November 2022 and Schiphol, we arrived at oh, uh, the airport. Oh yeah, yeah. Schiphol. Yeah. Schiphol, and uh, my mother, my sister, my brother-in-law, my cousin Yasmin. Wow. They are, it was something unbelievable we haven't met for such a long time. And we were, I was a little um, um, emotional, yeah, really. Of yeah. So you had not seen your mother and yes. Muna yeah. until... 2022. It, it's uh, from 80 until 2015. Okay. Because we met in Ankara. Okay. <clears throat> they came from the Hague to to Ankara, and I came from Iraq to Ankara. Okay. But the second, but she didn't see uh, my mother or my sister or my brother-in-law or my cousin. They didn't see my wife or my three kids. No, exactly. Yeah. The first so time. So 2015 was your first time. Exactly. From 1980. Until your, when your mother left in 80. Yes. That was the first time uh, we met in, in, in uh, Ankara. And then when we came here. years Yes, later, exactly. Right? <laughs> it was uh, unbelievable, like a dream for me. But I always, I believed in miracles. And when I came here, it was for me like a miracle. Mm -hmm. And immediately, uh, now I want to tell you about what the good things that I, I, I find in the Hague, mm -hmm. uh, Robin. I don't even have to interview you. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> this interview is uh, I'm just a sidekick for today. <laughs> and really what happened immediately, uh, because the rule in Holland, they, the kids, they must go as soon as possible to the school. Yeah. 
And then I went to the uh, such a great school, it's international school, Johan Defeat. Okay. And they take the the kids who come to Holland or to The Hague from different countries. Yeah. And it's international, therefore the first year it will for them to learning Dutch mm -hmm. and English yeah. and some basic rules about The Hague or about the Holland. Mm -hmm. And now we are for one year past. Aziz can speak Dutch. Nice. Ashraf can speak Dutch. Yes. And Ahmed can speak Dutch. Better than you? Exactly better than <laughs> me. And I will tell you, Robin, the reason why I didn't have the chance like what they had. Of course. I came here on the 4th of November. I was focusing immediately to find a job because I am the only person working in the five-person family. And, and good thing, I, I find a job. It was on the 22 of November. And it was with Green Nest Car Wash. Uh, and <laughs> that's how we met, <laughs> me and you. I'm going to quickly take over. So that's yeah. exactly how we met, is that um, in my street, I think um, I saw a little carriage and a car and somebody cleaning a car. And I was immediately, um, yeah, intrigued by uh, the service, by... Uh, the name I think it says greenest uh, car washed and about sustainability and so on and it was I was not intrigued so much because I thought oh, I can clean my car that way because I won't uh, sorry <laughs> I'm not gonna be a new client but more about you know the whole sustainability aspect and I, I think we you, you said hi or we said hi and there was uh, my, my dog uh, Toby and uh, you connected with Toby as well yeah, like which Toby. yeah it was really nice and then we had a, a brief chat um yeah and and I think r right away you you I asked you where you're from and you told me about that you're from Iraq and and then we clicked and then you gave me the card yes exactly. and then nothing happened for a while and then um I was I was not even started this this interview series but then uh, I was like, yeah, Marbon, Marbon, yes. And I saw that card lying on my uh, on my desk. I was like, you know, I, let's let's reach out. So via turnaround through the company you work for, I asked for Marbon's contact details, and then uh, we connected. Well, and now we're here. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, yeah, I, I believe in these kind of uh, beautiful encounters where things you know are are there to happen exactly. for a reason. Yes. I believe in it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and now you're sharing this beautiful story. Yeah. So that's that's great. Um, going to from the Hague and and you know with this with your background in uh, from Iraq, you know I've had people here on the bench who call themselves an expat, some uh, international, others perhaps uh, an immigrant. Uh, perhaps you. Uh, you know, it's not so much to put people in boxes, mm -hmm. but it's more like a feeling, you know, like how you're quite fresh here in the Netherlands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how how would you say you, you feel at the moment living here? Really, Robin, it was like a dream for me. Mm. And always, even with my background, my uncles or my cousins, they told me, uh, you have the Dutch genes with you. Because in Iraq, it's so difficult to 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 uh, have a dogs in your home about because it's little about our region mm -hmm. but i had six dogs 
in Iraq. <laughs> Therefore, always they told me, hey, you are Dutch. <laughs> okay. And from that time, yeah. Mm. Therefore, when I came here in Holland, everything that I like it, I can see it here. Mm. All the people are traveling in The Hague, having the cat or a dog, yeah. like I wish to. Yeah, and and also there's something in this community I like it so much. It's it's very easy when you see any person, Dutch person, even if he don't know you and you don't know him, he will give you a smile. Mm. Oh, good morning. Mm. Oh, oh, hi. Mm. Oh, hello. It's something so nice. So you feel very much exactly. Yes, exactly. And and it will immediately give you an energy mm. to work on. And also, when I came here, and uh, I lived uh, the first time in, 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 in The Hague, we had the first contact with the Dutch person towards our neighborhood. Her name is Karen. And she is so kind, woman. She is about uh, 63 years old. And she immediately, she came, she visited us. She contacted with my wife, with my kids, and she helped us very much to little learning Dutch language mm -hmm. for me and for my wife. Because my kids, they are in the school. Yeah, they will learn. Yes, but me and my wife, I'm focusing on work, and my work is not so easy, Robin. I travel every day, minimum, minimum six kilometers by bike to checking the cars that belongs uh, for my wheels in The Hague. Yeah. Uh, and when I return, I'm a little tired. Of course. And uh, spending little time with uh, my family, uh, and I don't have time to, to read Dutch language. No. Yeah. And also, at the same time, I am Dutch citizen. I'm not like a refugee, to, to, you know, to go yeah, by exactly. the rule of the refugee. Yeah. And that's what I miss, really, Roman. Like... Yeah, no worries. Yeah, uh, because uh, I am Dutch person, I must do it my own. Yeah. So what do you miss? The I miss support. Yes, exactly. For me and my, for my wife to, uh, to learn Dutch, mm -hmm. okay. And also to having, uh, I, I like my job. It's not about head, but I have skills. For twelve years, I was the head of security. Yeah. And I know how the people from my culture how they think because I was for 15 years with them. Mm -hmm. And I was one of, I don't want to, the people can say that, but I think I did my best in my job when I was working in Kirkuk. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, when I came here and I interviewed to a lot of jobs, the problem that I had, uh, I must speak Dutch. That's what you hear a lot, of course. E exactly, yeah. yeah. But I am f from this side from Robert in this interview I, I want the support because I have the skills even I can work with the places they they contain the refugees mm -hmm. because I can speak Arabic perfectly and I can speak Kurdish also perfectly and I can speak Turkish perfectly mm -hmm. and also English mm -hmm. and I am learning Dutch mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you would love to do something more with your yes. with your languages and I want to help this great community with the skills that I have. Instead of cleaning cars. Exactly. And really, I have, with my job, my boss, Eduardo, he's so kind with me, mm. and Melissa, and they helped me much. <laughs> 
and they they always ask me if I need any help, uh, anything, any support, even with Dutch language. And also, I must not forget my brother-in-law, Peter. He did everything for me because yeah. when we came here, we are from different culture and everything here is, is digital. Like the Dikhidi, immediately. I didn't yeah. know about it. <laughs> yeah, Peter, yeah, yeah. He, he learned me everything. Yeah. And with also... I can imagine that if you... Exactly. Not, don't, not even brought up in that way and then you have to use it and but you don't not aware of it yeah it's difficult, it's difficult. Yeah. yeah and everything contacting by emails making your own yeah. email your bank account i and i and hey and all the details they helped me peter did his best with me yeah. and also my neighborhood karen hmm. i want to thank her if she will hear this interview <clears throat> she was so kind with us with me with my kids yeah <coughs> and also the great thing i am seeing my Kids growing up like I wish for them, mm -hmm. with good educated, mm -hmm. with good teacher that they have in the school in Johan Devate. They are learning discipline. Yeah. They are learning everything. And also, now they are working in the vacancy. Yeah. Ashraf is working in, 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 in some locations, so beautiful locations, Skiveningen, one of the great restaurants in Skiveningen. Okay, nice. As he's also helping him. Cool. And like they are working two days in the in the weekends, very good, very yeah, good. so nice, and they are so happy. And one day, as he told me something, Papa, I think the most grateful things did you do for us when you bring us to Holland, and that's when I hear it from him. In it make me yeah, 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 it make me so happy, yeah. because I know. One day, they will be like I wish them to be. Mm -hmm. And they will help this community also. And they will succeed in this community. And they will be something that I will be proud of. Mm. Yeah. Therefore, I thank you for this, Robin, very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's very, very touching. Um, you know, that your children yeah. now realize this very much and and that they are very grateful for you know being here yes. so i i reckon you don't miss iraq at all uh, sometimes yes but i think now i'm in more better position mm -hmm. from iraq i yeah. believe in that and like example i'll tell you ashraf told me we had the second worst passwords in the world and now we have the fourth passport in the world. Can you repeat that? So you said that... We had mm -hmm. the second uh, uh, like the level of the passport, okay. the Iraqi come in the end yeah. level yeah. before I think Afghanistan. Mm. And now we have the fourth passport in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something yeah. It's also a thing, you know, when when you, you when you're born here and you take these kind of things for granted. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, some not even make use of it, <laughs> and that's okay, you know. But um, yeah, it's that's uh, a nice realization. And and um, are your parents still alive? 
No. No? No. Just my, of course, my mother, she's alive now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but my father, he passed uh, uh, in 19, uh, like I told you, in 1998. Okay. Yes. So due to his health. Okay. All right. Um, so then it's nice that you're reunited with your mother at yeah. least uh, and, yeah. and your sister. Yes. How could you... Um, how could you describe what a good place is? For The Hague? Well, it could be in the physical sense, can also be just in life. Everything, like, I will give you like example. When we came here, me and my wife, we went outside the street, and the first thing, we recognized something for our culture is difficult, when we see the windows without protecting frame. And I told her, it means we are living in safety community. And that's, it's a symbol. <laughs> we recognize immediately yeah. all the houses in Holland without protecting frame. In Iraq, we put iron frame and three to three digital cameras and we don't feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like the simple things we find it here in Holland, and was we were surprised with it really. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no bars. Yeah. No bars no in front bars, of your windows. No. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see it in everywhere in, yeah. in the Hague, and I think all Holland, not just in the Hague. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and for that matter of fact, you know, probably in other European countries as well. Yes, exactly. There must we must focus to keep it like this. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. So the only thing, because I, I reckon, it's not me concluding here, but I think you're in a, in a good place, you and your family, <laughs> or in a lot better place. So the only, the only opportunity that you would, would have wished for is, is uh, perhaps a different job where you can use your, uh, skills. your skills and your, your languages. Yes, yes, that's what I wish for the future. And I will do my best to learn the Dutch language and uh, seriously, it's not so easy. No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I will do. Yeah. yeah, and with the help with my kids, because now they are speaking Dutch, and uh, I think I will succeed, Rome. Nice. Yeah, maybe we can do an interview one time in Dutch whenever you're yeah. there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Marvan, I don't know. I think. Um, you, yeah, it was a beautiful time sharing your story. Thank you very much. And I'm happy that you're here yeah. and that you really like to give back to, to community and, 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 and as well your family and kids. I uh, think we arrived at the end of this episode just to uh, be conscious about the attention span of our listeners and those, uh, those actually watching. Um, I always like to end an episode with a guest sharing, uh, you know, a lesson or sharing something that you would love to share with others for them to take along. I'll give you a second to think about that. Um, thanks again for watching and listening, people. Um, is this was amazing? I am happy to kick the new year, kick off the new year with this episode. Um, because, you know, knowing your background and where you grew up is very important and forms you as a person, but also defines you, defines of what a good place is and, and um, yeah, what, what you appreciate in life. 
and um, you know in your surrounding so uh, be conscious about that um, it's not always that easy uh, unfortunately sometimes you have to do it without a mother or without a sister I'm happy though that um, you got reunited again and um, yeah uh, things have turned out for the better um, do you have something that you would like to share? Yes, yes. Okay. All yours. Yeah, thank you, Robin. The most thing that I learned when I am for one year here in The Hague, the age is just number. You can do everything and don't like think about your age. The age is just number. Marvan is 18 years old and it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And I wish for the great community Happy New Year. And I wish 2024 will be best for everybody in Holland and for all the world. Thank you, Robin, really. Thank you, guys. Have a nice day. Bye. Ciao.